0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1661, 11 Ways to Save Money in 2016, by Andy, with JenHayes.me. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the show where I narrate posts from thought leaders in personal finance every single day of the year, in 10 minutes or less. And before we get to it, I wanted to make sure that you know that we have a weekly newsletter sharing tips, tricks, advice, inspirational quotes, and more. It's a great way to show your support and totally free. Just enter your email address at oldpodcast.com to join. And while this article talks about saving money in 2016, I think you'll agree that the advice is pretty timeless. So with that, let's get right to today's post and continue optimizing your life. 11 Ways to Save Money in 2016 by Andy with JenHayes.me is one of your New Year's resolutions to save money. Living a frugal life doesn't necessarily mean clipping coupons on every single occasion or skipping your morning coffee in order to save money. It's much more than you think. The scopes of frugality are vast. Frugality is more like a way of life or a habit. If you wanna live a frugal life, you'll have to practice frugality. Here are 11 ways to stay frugal. If this list seems overwhelming at first, start with one item and take it one step at a time. Number one, live within your means. Until and unless we realize our spending threshold or capabilities, we won't be able to live within our means. Living within your means is maintaining a lifestyle that your present income can afford only after having a significant monthly savings. Don't get carried away by the lifestyles of your friends and neighbors or what others say about the lifestyle you're leading. When you're writing the story of your life, don't let another person hold the pen. Number two, salary minus savings equals expenses. Unfortunately, many of us take the opposite approach. What we often do is salary minus expenses equals savings. Consequently, we're never able to save a significant amount at the end of the day. One of the principles of living frugally is that you keep aside a certain portion of your income as savings before the expenses commence. Usually, it's 20% of your gross pay. Number three, use generic brands. No, you don't always need to buy generic brands in order to live a frugal life. However, there are some things that we should always buy generic brands. For instance, sugar, rice, veggies, and flour can be purchased in generic form. Since you can dispose of these items quickly, there's no reason to buy an expensive brand. Number four, use high-end brands for certain things only. Products of high-end brands are known for longevity, reliability, comfort, and so on. If you're upgrading your laptop or television, always go for a high-quality brand. Do the same for the clothes you buy since comfort and durability matters. Often many regular names appear to be renowned brands and try to lure you by offering discounts. Be an informed consumer and avoid such brands. Number five, reuse, recycle, and repurpose. Recycling is both good for your pocket and the environment. Reuse bottles and containers. Don't add to plastic waste by reusing your grocery bags. Don't throw away your brand new shirt just because it's got a stain do everything you can to get the stain out. And if you can't, wear it when you clean or paint your house. Be practical. There are hundreds of ways to save both Mother Earth and your wallet. Number six, buy secondhand and sell old items. If you can use the inventory at your office, toiletries in a hotel, and hand-me-downs that your parents used to use, why can't you buy something used? Why do you always need to buy brand new things? With the advent of the internet, nowadays it's very easy to swap and sell your old goods. List your inventory and see how many items are there that you can sell or trade. The proceeds that you get by selling your old or unused items can be used to buy secondhand items. Number seven, schedule your work. Those who are organized thrive the most. Organized and proper scheduling of work does wonders for your money. Unscheduled activities like impulse buying drain a lot of your hard-earned money. Number eight, always carry cash. If you really wanna save and live a frugal life, keep your credit card at home whenever you're out shopping. Make use of this strategy, especially when you're at the grocery store or the mall. Use the credit card only when you're out of cash at the end of the month and need money to buy something essential. Number nine, shop in advance. Buying out of season is always cheap and wise. Have you ever tried it? Buying out of season has its own set of benefits. You get the best available discounts, and since the demand remains low due to off-season, the prices come down. Number 10, stay at home. This might sound depressing and negative, but staying at home can be fun. By staying at home, you'll get to spend some quality time with your kids, spouse, or friends. You can also work on DIY projects in your home. From painting your bathroom door to installing a new faucet, there's always some work at home that remains pending for months. Tackle those projects. If you have nothing else to do, watch movies at home from YouTube or Netflix. You can borrow movies from the library too. You don't need to go out for a movie or dinner just because it's Sunday. A home-cooked meal is its own delicacy. Number 11. Drive a modest car. What purpose does your car serve? The purpose is that it gets you from one place to another. Nothing more than that. Do you care about impressing a stranger when you pull up at a stoplight? Is it worth going into debt just to impress others? Driving a cheap car can save you thousands of dollars in car payments. You just listened to the post titled 11 Ways to Save Money in 2016 by Andy with jenhayes.me. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment, Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts. You get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto. 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OFD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today. I think we can all agree that these are great ways to be frugal every year, not just in 2016. Living below your means as a way to prioritize saving and investing is one of the basics of personal finance. What made this so difficult for me in the past is that I didn't have enough awareness around where my money was going or how much I was actually living beyond my means. That's why I really think the first step in fixing one's finances is to track spending and engage with a budget as a way to get clarity on where your money is going. Once I had that clarity, it was much easier to make positive changes and I had something to track against. So seeing my progress kept me motivated. I do think being able to enjoy frugality is a skill. If it feels like deprivation, then it simply isn't going to be sustainable. I find it fascinating how much perspective plays a role here. So for example, when I was first reducing my expenses to get out of debt, one major change I made was to cook every meal I ate. When I would tell people this, many people would respond as if they felt like this was a severe hardship. But I chose to see things in a more positive light. Cooking all my meals gave me the opportunity to be creative and try new recipes. I was spending time actively creating something rather than just passively consuming, which was very satisfying to me. I also reminded myself what a privilege it was to have easy access to a grocery store and any ingredients I wanted. From a mindset of abundance, it's pretty ridiculous to see cooking all of my meals as a hardship because my ability to feed myself is worth celebrating. If I ever found myself complaining about cooking, I laughed it off as a first world problem and reminded myself how incredibly fortunate I am. That being said, I think the key to enjoying frugality is developing a deep sense of appreciation for what we have now and recognizing that we are surrounded by abundance. That's a wrap for the Sunday show. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll be back tomorrow for a Minimalist Monday, where your optimal life awaits.